Okay, I'm here with Alex Dorney. Did I say that right? Yeah. Otherwise known as Goofcraft. Dude, I'm super excited about your collages. I just found your page probably only a few months ago, and there's some yeah. of the most unique collages I've ever seen. You're making animations. Um, you're making really cool zines, which are – are they called zines or zines? Zines. Zines. God. Oh, zines. wow. I sound like an idiot. I've been saying that wrong for years. That makes sense because they're like magazines. Anyway, we'll, yeah. we'll do that in a minute. But um, uh, before we started recording, you mentioned that you were just did a show with Morgan. Yeah, yeah, it was a uh, it was really really fun. Uh, it was a collection of twenty seven artists: uh, Winston Smith, Kendra Morris, um, Chad Yenny, bunch of people. Uh, Morgan just Lappin. So it was a lot of fun. Uh, it was long. It was a Zoom, a Zoom show. So, uh, you know, we went through all the work that's in the show and the people that could make it were talking about it. And it was a good time. That's cool. And um, so it's through uh, Trigonal Gallery. Trigonal Gallery. And is uh, who put that together? Morgan? Morgan and uh, John, Jonathan Goodman, I think his name is. Okay. Wait, John, yeah. And um, so what did you show? Is there a specific uh, piece? That oh, you- yeah. No, I, I, I just showed uh, three pieces. Um, Actually, I have um, some. I'm going to attempt to control this device. I have one of your, some of your collages up here. Mm. Um, this one's what? This one's called The Wall? No, it's, uh, what was it called? The Tower. The Tower, The Tower. Yeah. So... I want to get right to it with this question. I want to know how you got into collage because when I tell people that I'm a collage artist, they often immediately think of like a scrapbook or something. <laughs> um, I hate to say it like feminine to, to, to say the least, you know, uh, well, um, and your, your collages are not scrapbooky at all. Um, how'd you, how'd you get into this, man? Um, okay, so basically I've been uh, obsessed with vintage stuff my entire life. Been thrifting, yard sales, all, I mean, everything, you know, uh, auctions, everything, flea markets. <sighs> so I ended up collecting a lot of vintage paper just to just to have it, to look through it, you know, mm-hmm. as a 13, 12-year-old or whatever, just to have it. You know, and you know, inherited what my mom and dad gave me, grandma, stuff like that. Sure. And I don't know. You just, I don't know. Anybody look through an old Life magazine, and you will just like fall in love with the illustrations, with the 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 ads. I I get into the ads. That's what that's what my thing is. The ads, the products. So yeah, I kind of just started really like doing it in high school. Uh huh. So that must have been 2000, 2008, 2009. Okay. Kind of took a break for a couple of years, and then I got into it a little bit in college. So was and- there a particular artist that you saw and you were like, oh, I got all these old magazines I could cut up? Was there anything that hmm. kind of gave you a kick at all? Or- oh, what's his name? Uh, what's his name? I, I'm, I'm thinking of the... The pop art collage. 
what makes today's home so different? So, oh, you know, I, the guy's got like the, the Tootsie pop. Yep. Yeah. I don't, I, I don't know the name either, but yeah, that's, oh, what's that's his a name? famous collage. Shoot. But yeah, that's what I'm, that's what I think of is like, that's, and you know, of course all the, the old Dada stuff, you know, of course. Dada is uh, super weird. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's great. And a lot of people, you know, a lot of people on Reddit and stuff are like, Oh, it's Neo Dada. It's Neo Dada. And I'm like, nah, man, that's, it's like representational of something. You know what I mean? Dada's, Dada's wilder. You know? Dada, if you guys don't know, and tell me if I'm wrong, Dada was an art movement that happened after World War One. A bunch of people got back from the war and they were like, everything is fucked. Nothing makes sense. Uh, there's, this is just insanity, right? So their artwork yeah. was kind of a reflection of, of kind of like nonsense. Yep. So now people see something that's a little Tim and Eric or something and they think it's, I love Tim and Eric, you know, but they see something that's like a tad goofy <laughs> and doesn't make sense, you know, then they, <laughs> then they think it's like, no, yeah. you don't, you have cigarette juice. <laughs> yeah. Holy shit. What else do I got here? <clears throat> no. I got a chippy pillow, too. Holy shit, dude. Uh, do you have a diarrhea fram? <laughs> <laughs> no. Oh, my God, dude. I'm a huge Tim and Eric fan. Oh, man. Uh, we saw them. We saw them in D.C., me and my girlfriend and my friend. Was yeah, that. I mean, the, that was uh, just college. That was just like, you know, almost every night college just get stoned and watch that. I, just, oh, my I when I I'll never forget it when I first saw the Tim and Eric Austin show. It was a commercial, and it was David Lee Hart with his puppet singing Salome <laughs> with the rainbow behind him. And I was like, "This is everything I ever wanted a TV show," and I didn't even know it. We I oh. end up seeing um, Tim and Eric a couple times. Saw David Lee Hart um, yes. a few times as well. And I used to think David Lee Hart was somewhat of a like, kind of an act. But let me tell you, when, <laughs> when he was selling CDs outside of the Adult Swim uh, uh, tour bus, and uh, you could tell he like maybe just got him uh, burned from Kinkos or whatever, and he had these little paper inserts, like sleeves, to put the CDs in, and he wrote his full address and phone number on each one of the CDs. <laughs> So I'm like, I don't know. I don't think someone right in the head would write, like, their full address on there. Because then I remember, like, a season later, he said somebody stole a puppet from his house. It's like, someone oh. stole a puppet from a Dixborough apartment. I'm like, that's because last tour you you put your address on every single... So I think someone stole his cat. I don't know. Uh, wow. it, it was pretty kooky, man. But, uh, but yeah. Yeah, so Tim and Eric. Tim and Eric is definitely a huge influence on me. Uh, it's kind of the surreal, you know, quality of that. And then also, of course, Terry Gillum. Nice. His, his collage work. That's a lot of. That's a, a huge inspiration. That's what I kind of grew up watching with my dad. He had the the box set, and we just the animations just like floored me. So. Did yeah. Terry do, or no, Terry Gillum, you're referring to um, the uh, that comedy show. I sound like an idiot right now. Monty Python. Monty Python. 
Yeah, he, yeah. So he did the anim- he did the animations for that, or at least he hired yeah. someone to do the animations. Art for direction. That? Yeah. He also did Brazil. Yes. Have you seen that movie? For sure. Did he do uh, Twelve Monkeys, Thirteen Monkeys? Um, I think he did do Twelve Monkeys. Uh, I love that stuff. I think he did. Yeah. My my friends and I we have a science fiction um, club. It's just like ten of us. We used to watch movies at like each other's houses once a month and read a book. We're we're pretty bad about reading the book once a month. <laughs> um, but we started renting out movie theaters um, during the pandemic. So for wow. like for like uh, two hundred bucks, we were renting out an empty movie theater uh, and a drive-in. We we just watched uh, Mad Max Fury Road last month and then the month before we watched predator on the big screen nice um big sci-fi nerd anyway i'm interrupting you we you and i have very similar interests i'm getting all excited um so you're collecting all this vintage paper you and your yeah. dad are watching like old terry gilliam monty python stuff and you're in college you're watching tim and eric um when did you start hitting it hard making these collages looks like you've been busy uh man uh March of last year. So I had about, I had about two or th- well, no, I think it was March or April. Yeah. So I, I was like just hitting the civilization six real hard and rocket league real hard. <laughs> it was just like my brain was melting and you know, it just so happened that one of my friend's birthdays was coming up and my girlfriend wanted to make a collage for her. And, you know, at first I was just like, eh, I don't know if I feel like messing with that. And then, she started bringing out the old paper and stuff and the the rest is history. I mean, then I just started hitting it real hard, like all day, every day. Yeah. Um, here's another one of yours. What's this one called? Oh, uh, put you on the spot. Is this what you gave your girlfriend for her birthday? <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Yeah. <laughs> um, so one thing I wanted to know more about was uh, your zines, your zines. Zines. I gotta get. I gotta get that right. Oh, anyway, okay. So one of the things that first caught me about your page was um, barf bag. So, so, so you decided that you had to give up playing Civ, and you started. You you made the collage for your girlfriend. What got you into the zines? What even are zines? What can you can you? I don't. I'm obviously. I don't know anything. I'm saying it wrong. You sell them on your. Uh, your well, you know, I'm new to it too. I I started last. You know, last year and just kind of you kind of just do it. It's a DIY publication. Mm-hmm. You just sell it online, and I go around town and just give them out to, for free. I just put them at coffee shops and everything like that, and it's it's fun. It's a lot of fun to just kind of like make your own little publication. Uh, so they're on, they're actually made on a um, 11 by 17 piece of paper. Let me grab one. Sure. Yeah, that'd be awesome. I was wondering because it's like a basically one sheet and you fold it, right? Yep. <clears throat> so it's basically a single sheet like that. Okay. And then you fold it like that, like that, like that until it's a single like book book with eight eight pages and, and pages not pages is you know p- panels eight panels 
So if you want to go like full analog hipster with it, can you basically just keep using the copying machine to like build it that's, off? I mean, yeah, that's, I mean, these, this is an actual, this is actual, there's a master copy that is an actual collage. Okay. So this is one big collage is a master copy yeah. on a, one of these. And then what I do is I, you know, when I first release one, I might go print them out um, piecemeal. This will, you know, a couple here and there and, you know, print out some black and whites. And then after I save some money or, or I sell something or, or whatever, I put in an order and I get a, a big box of them. That's awesome. So, yeah. So it's, it's, uh, do you do the layout in Photoshop? No, I mean, there's no, there's not much layout to do. It's just correcting for, I have to add a border for the printer. Okay. So there has to be a, a border for the printer. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Cause it doesn't want so to that's just that. And then and it's, of course, you know, it's, it's an actual collage, you know, full, it's a, it's a collage. So, um, I kind of have to add the crisp borders to it. So it mm -hmm. looks Okay, when you fold it, so I yeah, saw, I mean, it's it's a you know, I saw a Zine collection. It was like a Zine library. I was at this like hip, like this kind of like um, grassroots place for like performing music and art and stuff like that. And there was a whole big collection. There was poetry. There was like fantasy illustration ones. Yeah, super cool. And. Um, what, what from your experience, like what kind of people in, in, enjoy them? You know, I don't know because you know I, I there are certain styles that you know I don't necessarily consume in a in, uh, on like in a digital basis where I'm I'm following you know I mean I follow the creators I like but it's not I, I don't like go into those you know like illustration like cutesy illustrations and stuff like that. But in a zine form, it's like it's like a, a special it's a special little thing. So it's yeah. like, you know, you just kind of cherish it, and and you know, I don't know. I it's just a thing about collecting. It's you know, it's a couple bucks mm -hmm. for some zine, and you know, support the postal system, put it in a, put a stamp on it, and you send it off, and that's cool. A lot of fun. And some people just collect them, right? Some people like to have as oh like yeah, any other definitely. collection. They like to have as many as they can. I, um, I just went to the flea market on Sunday and I grew up like, nice. like yourself. I grew up, um, going to the flea market. I'm, I'm really lucky. A few miles away from my house is this place called antique world. And during the summer, the first Sunday of each month, they have what's called the great American garage sale. I get there at like seven in the morning and it's like going to 200 garage sales at once. Yeah. It's, it's fantastic. And I don't know about you, but even I love even looking at stuff that I'm never going to buy. Like, look at this candelabra. And, you know, of course, there's some guy who knows everything about it and why it's supposed to be $600, even though he garbage picked the thing. But you get to learn yeah. all this really cool stuff when you're uh, thrifting and, and going to flea markets. Um, I grabbed. What did I get? is one of my like favorite favorite genres of things which is like vintage oh, yeah. science fiction um like an anthology yeah yeah, yeah. i um, that's great i still think i would love if it, i would love it if they made 
um, science fiction, like, paperback covers from the 60s and 70s. If they made, like, a big Tashin table cover book, uh, table, coffee table book, I'd pay a lot of money for that. So that's um, that's my vibe. Actually, speaking of... Yeah, you know, well, you know, it's funny you talk about flea markets and someone knowing about a chandelier being 600 boxes. That's my day job is selling vintage on Etsy and eBay. All right. Okay. I'm that guy sitting in the corner with a fanny pack full of dollar bills, just picking up everything I can. So <laughs> that's yeah, great. I, I, around here, there's something called the route 11 yard sale mm-hmm. yard. Sale, and it is 40, literally 42 miles of endless mom and pop flea markets, mom and pop yard sales. You Whoa. just drive up and it's just incredible. It's like, you have to stop every, every like minute, every like two minutes. I'm not going to lie. That sounds like the most amazing thing ever. It's just insanity. So that's just like a a dream. But is there there, flipping? um, Is there anything you like to flip? Is there any particular thing that you keep your eyes out for that you like to flip just to uh, just pitch? I mean, yeah. Got a velvet painting. Is that an eight track player? This is a Weltron 2001 eight track stereo. That's fantastic. That's tremendous. I have, I mean, I just have shit everywhere. I'm always looking for what they refer to as paper crack, which is Magic the Gathering cards. Oh, my goodness. And that's getting pretty aggressive. Oh, yeah. Um, That, video games, um, D&D books. Mm -hmm. It's so funny how it turns out that all the nerdy stuff is like the most valuable most valuable stuff. You know? I heard a theory about why the nerd stuff got real expensive as of late. Because I know the, the magic and the magic cards, sports cards is crazy right now. But um, with magic, with cards starting getting crazy expensive, people were saying it's because of crypto. You get all these nerds buying, you know, Ethereum and um, shout out to uh, the lobster. You get all these nerds buying Ethereum and um, what do you call it? Bitcoin for like pennies. And then now it's 50 grand. So like, oh, yeah, I'll, I'll buy a Magic card. I'll buy a Black Lotus for, you know, 50K or whatever. Is it is it 50K now? I think I saw one at 150 once. Yeah, I it's, don't probably, know. it's probably more than that now. Yeah, I think a signed yeah. one, PSA, whatever the hell, just sold for something ridiculous. I like to sell vintage. Um, uh, my cousin got me into it. Vintage NFL stuff. Um which is easy to find, right? Whatever team yeah. is near your house, you'll find an old mug or something, and yep. put those up on eBay when it's time for like when it's when it's basically football season. People get hammered, and they're like, "Oh, I need the Bills, you know, mug with the digital clock on it." Burnk, and then you're good to go. Um, yeah. So you're so you're hustling on Etsy. That's awesome. I've yeah. yet to make a single sale. On my Etsy page now, I know a lot of collage artists. Etsy, do, do Etsy like stuff on collage there. or Etsy? Um, just my collage stuff. I've I've okay. yet to make a single sale, and I know a lot of collage people do sell stuff on there. Do you have any advice for anybody, like how to get their um, first sale? <laughs> you know, it says I bring sixty to sixty-five percent of the traffic to the shop. Okay, so only doing. 40 or 35% of the work. So there are people that might be just browsing through and see my little zine pack and says, Oh yeah, I'll I'll buy that for eight bucks or whatever. I mean that, that might be the, the, 
what's driving some sales. But you know, I I advertise the heck out of them, you know. Sure. And post on Reddit, and I don't know. I think that's I think that's solid, totally solid advice. Yeah, um, you know, I you just just keep putting yourself out there, make quality work. You know, for instance, I I one of my Reddit posts went real big, and then it was like. People were like, oh, I need prints, I need prints. And then I like got some prints made and they ended up I, I got a sample, but a couple people bought them. And I was like, oh no, this is not a good quality. So, you know, you gotta have customer service. So I was like, okay, I'm gonna refund you, you know, most of it. Um, you can just, you know, like it was like a fifty dollar print, and I was like, okay, you can have it for ten or whatever. Just you get you gotta have customer service on Etsy, you know. Um, uh-huh. you gotta have responsiveness when people ask you questions. Um, but it is a tough world to sell art period. Yes, it is. Especially yeah. collage too. Collage is a tough one. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know why I feel like it's, I don't know. I guess maybe it's not, too, it's not too tough. Um, but I see a lot of people, do you sell prints or are you selling originals or? Well, I sell prints on there. I, yeah. I have all my originals in a box and I was saving up for a show. And then okay. needless to say, uh, COVID um, um, yeah. 20 and 21 happened. <laughs> and so I've just been holding on to those. And um, I I got some advice from my, my buddy Adam, who's actually a, a puppet maker. And um, one thing I did do was I started giving out um, just free downloadable um, collage kits. People like could print at home. Yeah, and print those. So I'll be getting like an email list together with that, and um, I plan on making like collage kits people can buy. And that was like a turning point for me as an artist, where I was like, it is tough to be like buy my stuff, buy my stuff. But as soon as I kind of flipped it, and I was like, hey, you make this. Yeah, that's when. Um, that's when I, I started getting sales, um, not on Etsy, but on my own website and stuff. And I started um, teaching collage workshops at a couple uh, local places in the area. And that was Yeah, great. I think, yeah, I saw you. Yeah, those are really cool. So that oh, was awesome. That's so, I know, that's so that's so awesome. I'm just thinking, like, I would love to do that around here, you know. It's a Even, blast. You know, it's just, just so great. And what it's, I what I found is, is people buy you know people usually buy two tickets because they want to bring their friend, so yeah. it's it, it fills up pretty quick and and it's and it's a lot of fun. That's so great. Um, so accessible medium, you know. What's that? It's an accessible medium for for like people who have no idea what they're doing. I I totally agree. I, I think it's like a visceral. Should. You know, you just you just make it and it. It can be brilliant or it can be, you know, how many lousy collages I've made, you know, but <laughs> you gotta learn, you know, so it's, it's a great. One of my uh, students, for lack of a better, better term, said in the middle of uh, collage making, it gets real quiet. And, you know, there's like, you know, 12 people drinking wine in there, which is strange that it gets so quiet. But one of them said, I've never been so relaxed and so anxious at the same time. Yeah. Because... You're creating and you're like in in the vibes, but at the same time you're kind of you're destroying, you're cutting things, you kind of have to make these like big moves. Like, all right, yeah, Macaulay Culkin's gonna get it right now, you know. And then you you cut off his limbs. 
Oh, gosh. And even just the anticipation of the next page where you're flipping through and you're saying, oh, I should use that. Well, no, I don't want to use that. And then it's like it's it's addictive. It's like, you know, like scrolling through Instagram, you know, you just you just keep going and going and going. So (laughs) it's it's so much fun. Have you got into on have you got into or no, you are on TikTok. I've seen your posted your animations on there. I wanted to ask you about your animations. (laughs) <laughs> yeah you know tiktok i think i just i don't know i think i'm too old for it i seem it seems like sometimes my posts get throttled where i'll have one post okay so one time i posted and i got six views in 12 hours and another time i posted and i got you know 50 v- the same the same video the next day and i got you know 160 views I think with TikTok, it's all about timing because it kind of like slingshots posts, right? So that first five seconds that it decides to show a Goofcraft post to like 10 people, if a few people like it, it just keeps going and going and going. And then then it just like, then it just rockets. But um, that's been, it's been frustrating for me too, because I initially had a lot of success with it and then it just like cratered and I was doing the same stuff. I was posting at the same times and whatever. Yeah. I'm like, dude, um, I'm all about promoting my artwork and everything, but like, this is a ton of time to just, just like throwing darts in the dark. You know what I mean? Just, you know, and I think it's hard to kind of build a community on there, you know, whereas Instagram, I could DM you. I could, I, I feel like on Instagram, I'm, I have like collage friends where I could just like, oh, say, yeah, hey, that's cool. Definitely. And they get back to you and you see each other's work. So, um, I don't know. Maybe we should just start twerking. It seems to be working for everyone else. Yeah. So. <laughs> I try to put rat picture or rat videos in it just to draw people in, get a like. But. So, uh, I've heard rats are really excellent pets. And I want to know yeah. what having a rat is like, because you're the only person I know that has one. Let me get one. I'll go get one. Oh, I thought you only had one. You have multiple. That's great. I have three. I have an old dying one. Oh, I'm sorry to hear that. It's all right. And a fat one named Louie. Mm-hmm. I have pretty, he's pretty thick, Frank. I'll go get Frank. All right. Let's, no. I'm excited to meet Frank. He's a bow. Frank is like scrambling some eggs right now in the kitchen. That That's why he's thick. They always get stuck to the bottom of the pan. If you don't touch them at all and you flip it just right, <sighs> then it doesn't feel scrambled. That's Frank. That's Frank. Now, they don't... I've heard that they're wonderful pets, but they only live like a year or two. Well, yeah, we, you can two years, two and a half, sometimes three. I think Hank's about three. Wow. Yeah. Cute. Yeah, he's a great. That's great awesome. Boy. And then, is their enclosure all metal? Because they'll bite. Like, can they like probably bite through anything? Yeah, it's a it's a big it's a big cage. And, uh, yeah, it's a big, 
a big cage, like a like almost like a a big like parrot cage almost. So we have we have two of them. I gotta make sure he doesn't. Do they live in the same cage with one another? Um. So they're rescues. So they they weren't necessarily they they weren't socialized the way they needed to be. Mm-hmm. So the two the two that we have living upstairs in the enclosure get along pretty well, but he has hard time with Hank. He gets along with Louie, but you know, so when Hank, when, when Hank finally passes, um, we're going to introduce him again to Louie. You want another one? Hey, he's patting his shoulder. For those listening while driving to work, wondering what yeah. is it Hank or Frank is doing? This is Frank, yeah. Um, before I forget, I wanted to ask you, um, you make your own backgrounds for your collages, and they're quite large. I would yes. say they're like, what, some of them are three feet tall, four feet tall. And um, uh, yeah, is that on like some type of... Um, uh, like board, wood, um, that clip material. It's just a canvas. Oh, it's canvas. Okay. Yeah. Stretch canvas. Stretch canvas. And then your animations, you just kind of move your kind of big robot things around on the stretch canvas. Yeah. 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 Those must take a long time. You know, they don't, I feel like they don't take, they don't take too, too long. Um, you know, I'm still trying to get in the hang of it and I kind of just like, I kind of just will it. I just kind of, I kind of just go for it and just like, I'm, I'm just like sweating and it's just like, oh my goodness. It's, it's just, (laughs) the lights on here, you know, it's, it's hot. I mean, yeah, it's not, you're not, you're not um, doing a little animation like that. It's, you know, it's It's 40 by 30. You know what I mean? So lighting collages is tough because the papers yeah. are all different. Usually mm-hmm. you have like glossy stuff that just bounces light right off of it. And then, um, I've, I've, I've really had a trouble in my own studio lighting collages just to like stream it or YouTube it. I, can, yeah. I, could, I couldn't even imagine with something that big trying to get it lit without glaring. Um, it's gotta be yeah, hard. but you know, it's, I don't really, you know, I, I, yeah, I, I get kind of like, annoyed by it yeah so, it's super it's super annoying but it's yeah but it's it's it has a diy quality so it's i'm not too worried about it you know the end product looks looks good i think it's a reminder that it's analog it's not a digital completely smooth you know perfect um animation hey boy that reminds me i have a gift for you oh I was going, I was just sorting my uh, collection and found this, hold on, let me get it out. I made a collage pack for you. I got an envelope full of stuff that I thought Goofcraft would like to collage with. And what started it all, where the hell is it? Was this huge ass pen. Oh yeah, that's gorgeous. <laughs> I was like, this I could totally see this in one of Goofcraft's collages, and included 
in your uh, collage gift is this hammer that I cut out, which has been, this hammer has been viewed like two million times on, on TikTok. So I'm giving you my hammer time hammer. Okay. And um, every every mage needs a lightsaber. Oh, wow. Got you a blade from the Wild West. I got, it's a whole bunch of stuff. Basically a lot of metal stuff. I realized when I was uh, going through. Yes. That I don't use a lot I need, of metal I'm always stuff. in need of those long, those long things. That's perfect. That hammer is incredible. Oh yeah, that's that's great, dude. Thank you so much. I think this is from like a kid's counting book. Like, where's the spoon? So here's the spoon. Got you a guitar. Oh, I got you a toilet paper bunny roll, but it's two dimensional. That's wild. <laughs> is that from some kind of like '60s '70s craft book or yep. something? A hundred percent. hundred percent. Wow. And then I'm actually I'm relaying this radio came from um, Retrolage. We did a collage trade a while back. She's all the way down in South America, so you gotta oh, get okay. a radio that's gone from South America to upstate New York. Now it's going to where you're at, which is where oh, I'm sorry. Where are you from? Uh, Harrisonburg, Virginia. Harrisonburg, Virginia. Rural Virginia. It's a college town, but you know. It's What's what schools down there? JMU, James Madison University. Do you get some decent live music there? Since you're in a college. Oh town? yeah, oh yeah. What do you like to listen to? Um, well, the most of the stuff I listen to, all the all the artists are dead, but the current stuff is you know just like local bands like uh, TV Sunset, um, Palmera. Um, just like those, just local bands. And, you know, I haven't, I didn't really properly get a good chance to go out and see stuff. You know, we, oh, you know, Randy from Trailer Park Boys, he came. Randy, he had a Bo, Randy Bobandy? Randy Bobandy, I got a signed picture of him. Oh, yeah. man. That, does he, how, how was his gut? Oh, I, I oh, yeah, it's slappable. <laughs> it, it was wild. It was so much fun. That's awesome. I, I love Trailer Park Boys. Um, all right, so I'm gonna, I'm gonna, since you want long metal things, I'm including a bazooka. Oh, uh, yes. And, um, tank. So, oh, that's a, lot nice. of, a bunch of stuff in here. There's more of them I'm gonna show. We don't have time. Um, if you need to, you can organize everything in your. Yes. Drawer. Oh, look at that. This is from that other craft book thing. See, I, I'm always in need of those angular. Those, you know, I, you know what I mean? Like, that's perfect. Sure. I can use that to build something. So I think I had a pretty good eye, right? I thought when I was. Oh, that's so stuff, perfect. Thank you I so much. Some stuff that you might like. So, well, I want to end the show uh, with anything that you wanted to add or like, where could people find you? What do you got going on in the future? Like if people want to learn more about uh, Goofcraft and your art, uh, where should they go? Uh, Instagram at Goofcraft. Um, Etsy shop is Goofcraft. Um, that's really the two main ones. Um, I'm actually today I actually started building a website. Nice. Um, and I I got a retro '90s theme. Whoa! It looks like a '90s website. I, I'm just gonna make it hideous and. Just like the flames. 
like the stuff. Oh, that's what I need to. I, I just started like today, so I'm still like playing around with it. I'll send you the the link after this, but I don't want to release out into the world yet. You know. You know the. You remember the heavens, the Heavens Gate cult. Yes. Yes. Their website is still functioning, and it hasn't oh changed from like 1996. So if you need some inspiration for 90s websites, yeah. Um, uh, the Heavens Gate. I can see don't the webpage. Read too in my- much on there. I've though. seen I don't that. Want- Yeah. Don't go chasing any comments now. No. And last I checked, the OC is one of my favorite bands. They have a they have a '90s scroller website too. That's awesome, man. Um, so, um, yeah. Uh, the other thing is Offbeat Collage at Offbeat Collage. Um, so that's that's a little place I post collages. Um, you know. We try to work on projects. It's tough because, you know, everybody is a, you know, 30 plus or, you know, around that age. So everybody has kids and everything. So it's hard to kind of get everybody's heads together. We did an offbeat dinner party uh, during the, the holiday season. That was really fun. But the newest thing we're working on is I'm going to try to get this out as soon as possible. But a zine mm-hmm. where I'm going to... F- I'm going to try to collect from all the, all the people like little, little small cutouts. And then we have it like a zine where you can read it or you can unfold it and start cutting out and making collages with it. That's great. That's a great idea. I'm going to, I'm going to probably give away 50 or a hundred of them or something like that. So stay tuned for that on offbeat collage. I don't know how long that's going to take. Still kind of wrangling the troops, but yeah, that's a fun thing. So awesome. And if they need any, uh, if they need any other vintage stuff, would would that be on Goofcraft as well? Uh, no, the, the shop is called vintage goofball, vintage goofcraft. No vintage goofball, vintage goofball. Yes. Awesome. That's fantastic. On Etsy. So is summertime a big season for thrifting uh, down there? Or does it get a little too spicy (laughs) down there this time of year? Yeah, no, it's, it's, no, it's great thrifting. I mean, it's always great thrifting here. I mean, okay. So I, I found, I, 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 uh, am good friends with the, the managers, the, the lady who runs the thrift store here, the, the, the best one here. So I also, I drive, um, a crazy art car van. So she kind of got to know me from there. And of course I go in there and I, and I buy my inventory and stuff, but I was like, Hey, you know, I'm looking for old paper for collage. I'm kind of starting up. And she's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. So she connected me with the person who runs the, the, the main book area and stuff. And, uh, she, she'll, she'll call me and say, Hey, I have this stuff. Do you want to take a look at it? And I'll drive right down the road. I mean, it, the thrift store is two miles down the road. You know, thrift, thrift store connections are huge, man. I, I, uh, one of the guys I buy from at the flea market, uh, is like a manager of one. And, um, he has always has really nice magazines and stuff like that, that he yeah. must, you know, find. <laughs> so that, no, that's a great, that's great advice too, for everybody. Um, Alex, thank you so much, um, for joining me here. I'm glad we made it happen. I think um, yeah. add a lot of value, uh, and we had a really fun conversation. 
Um, anything else you'd like to add? Um, go get your vaccines. That's good. Um, I, I got mine and now I can go out and do things without being worried. I went to a bar, a brewery and I had beers and I went out for brunch and it's like a whole new world now, you know, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. And like, and collage friends on Instagram are like saying, Oh yeah, let's, let's get up. Let's meet, let's meet, let's meet. You know, I, I got my two vaccines. Let's hang out. And you know, it's like, yeah, let's, let's start connecting now. So it's great. It's going to be a huge, as, as more people get it, it's going to be a, a snowball effect of just socialization and, you know, collaboration and everything. I'm excited for it, you know, cause I, I yeah. you know, I started this, this art journey during the COVID Interesting. As a way to escape the boredom. And now it's like, I'm kind of itching to like sit down with someone and make a collage or hang out with someone and talk art in person. I haven't been able to do that for a year and some change, you know, so might be a good time to, to uh, host a workshop, man. Oh yeah. I think it's going to be, I'm hoping this summer is going to be somewhat of like a social renaissance, you know? Oh, it, it is definitely, it's shaping up that way. Yeah. I think people are really itching to, uh, rub shoulders again and, and hang out and stuff like that. So good advice. Get vaxxed, get waxed, you know, get, mm-hmm. <laughs> get ready to party. Uh, thank you so much, everybody. Check out Goofcraft on Instagram and Etsy. And this has been Cut It Out, as far as I know, the only collage podcast. Thanks for listening.